Welcome. If you're a woman who has a sense that there's more out there for you, you're in the right place. I'm Whitney Baker, host of the Electric Ideas podcast. Somewhere along the line of working kids, life carried on, but I lost track of my truth. I'm on a reflective journey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Each week, I interview a woman who is lighting her own path and offering others hope. Before our conversation ends, we'll share a reflective question for you to explore. Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. I'm Whitney Baker from Electric Ideas, and this is a mini jolt, a short episode where I share quick tips, practices, and reflections to light you up with a greater sense of what's possible for you and your life. So as we approach the new year, I know it is a time when people are kind of evaluating their wellness routines across the board. And while your morning routine might not be the first thing you're considering when you're thinking about shifts you want to make in the new year, I really think it's worth paying attention to. Sometimes it can be almost a secret sauce that people don't know they're missing when it comes to living out days that feel a little bit more intentional and filled with a touch more ease. So morning routines are something I love thinking about. I practice what I preach and I'm always evolving what my mornings look like to make sure I'm setting myself up for the best possible days. Because as I always say, I love the Annie Dillard quote, how we spend our days is really how we spend our lives. One concept that's really stuck with me and kind of shifted the way I think about mornings is thinking of them like the fractals of our days. So at the most basic level, a fractal is a pattern that repeats itself. We see examples of fractals in nature all the time. Take a fern plant with leaves that have a certain pattern that repeat and repeat and repeat. But it all has to start somewhere. So picture a morning that goes like this, because I know we've all had them. Maybe the alarm clock's blaring. Perhaps you overslept. You roll out of the bed. You already feel cranky. Maybe the thoughts of what you need to do for the day are already flooding in. Then you stub your toe on the bed and it feels like you've already started the day off in the wrong way with a pattern that feels more like friction than flow. And when we start our days in a way that feels reactionary instead of empowering with ease, with intention, it can cause things to feel like they're out of control or spiraling down the tubes quickly. So in order to actually leverage your morning to intentionally set yourself up to have a better day, I encourage you to be proactive and intentional with your morning routine. Here are a few small shifts that have truly transformed my mornings and over time made a huge impact on my well-being. So number one is getting up before your pets or your people need you. I get it. Occasionally, there's a child up in the night or a baby who wakes up unpredictably early. And sometimes in certain phases of life, this is just not in our control. But there is a major shift that happens when we wake up with intention and have space to do something right away immediately that feels super grounding and nourishing for ourselves and sets us up for our day versus alternatively, immediately being in response mode. Right now, I'm actually even picturing a child pulling on a mother's arm. And there's many people who are literally dragged into the day responding to other people's needs. So my kids are a little older now. It's more predictable. But my baseline for weekdays is waking up 45 minutes before my children need to be up and getting ready for school and whatnot. 
I know there are many things I would enjoy doing before I hear calls of mom echoing down the halls, but I'm also realistic. So in my case, I have kind of a long form morning routine that might involve more movement and breath work and meditation or journaling. And it sounds a little bit like all of the things, but I always choose rhythm over rigidity. And I know I have a non-negotiable morning routine anchor. For me, that's meditation. I teach meditation. I have to practice what I preach. It's a practice that has been transformational for me. So I choose to do that. But whatever your morning might look like, it might be even just sitting still and enjoying a hot tea or coffee. It might be moving. Whatever it is, I encourage you to have kind of the long version and then the non-negotiable version. Your baseline that you know can anchor you in a time span of, let's say, five to ten minutes. Because we all know life happens. Maybe you have a big deadline on your mind or you have to be somewhere first thing in the morning. But those times when we feel pressed for time are usually the time when we really actually need our little self-care setups in the morning the most. So whether you have an existing morning routine or not, again, I would encourage you to explore different things and find what actually feels good and give yourself permission for that to evolve while also having an established small anchor you know you can always rely on any morning to start your morning off a little better. All right, moving on, the next aspect of your morning routine that I really want you to consider is do you start the day with technology first? So this by no means is supposed to be a guilt trip. I just think it's become so commonplace for the average person to barely open their eyes and immediately check their smartphones. So bringing this back to our mornings being this fractal of our day and us wanting to start with a pattern we'd like to repeat when we start our day scrolling, perhaps taking in the headlines of today's bad news or checking that work email that said we didn't get the project. We're not only starting our day flooded with a sensation of stress, but also this is another example where instead of doing something intentional, we're immediately responding to the demands of the rest of the world. These texts, these emails, these social media updates wield so much more power than I think we'll even understand for a long time and can really shape our mood for the entire day. Because guess what? You read something you don't like, you're cranky about it, and it has a ripple effect on your energy that you share whether you intentionally broadcast it or not. Maybe you bump into your partner in the hallway and you say something negative, and then that just is part of this downward spiral. So again, creating a morning routine for yourself doesn't have to be this crazy challenge or some other big to-do or major habit you're trying to change. It is at a very basic level, a simple way of pouring into yourself first. But I honestly think of it as a little bit of an act of resistance. <laughs> Maybe that's a strong word. For women, though, like I wake up and I put a stake in the ground that I'm going to do something for myself first, because no matter where the day goes, I know during that early morning time, no one's hanging on me, no one's calling mom, nobody's calling me for work. That is the most predictable time where I can consistently pour into myself. If you're like, this all resonates with me, Whitney, but there are so many things I'd like to do and I don't have like three hours to myself in the morning to wake up, eat my perfect breakfast, get some movement, meditate, journal, all these things. I totally get it. 
but don't let this feeling of overwhelm of choice or not doing it right or not doing enough keep you stuck right where you are and not taking any steps. If you don't, or it's time to just do some fine tuning, I would suggest thinking about how you want to feel this year in 2024, which should inform how you want to feel in your days. Then be it walking, meditation, journaling, having a moment to just sit down and actually eat your breakfast by yourself without interruption, whatever it is, prioritize a very low barrier to entry, small version of that for yourself over time. And when you feel like it's just become secondhand and ingrained in your routine as much as brushing your teeth, then decide if you want to add something. So this is intentionally a very quick jolt episode, but I do want to quickly summarize. So as you're thinking of 2024 and wanting to feel your best, one of the habits that has been so supportive to me is being very intentional about my morning routine and giving myself the grace and permission to continue to evolve it so it really feels like it is serving me. Two important points I want you to take away are, one, consider waking up in the morning before your pets or people need you. Otherwise, you're literally starting the day out by being pulled mentally and physically into other people's needs. Two, unless you really like the idea of potentially flooding your system with stress hormones and immediately spiraling into thinking about how you're going to meet all the demands everyone else is putting on you in the outside world. Explore giving yourself the gift of not checking technology the minute you wake up. Just see what it feels like to reserve these first precious moments of the day for yourself. Doing something that actually feels energizing or nourishing or grounding to you. And don't forget to choose rhythm over rigidity showing up for ourselves in small, consistent ways, including when it comes to our morning routine, is almost sure to translate into bigger transformations over time. So don't question what even five to 10 minutes of intentional work first thing in the morning can do for you in 2024. All right, I always end my episodes with a reflection. So when it comes to building a morning that really supports our lives, ask yourself this. What's the first thing I do in the morning and does it set me up for the day I want to live? All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode or have any topics or experts you'd like to see come on the show in 2024, I am booking away. I already have some fabulous guests teed up, but I really, really want to be of service and I'd love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to connect with me on Instagram at, at Whitney Woman and drop me a message there. I'd love to hear from you. Hope you have an inspired day. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at, at Whitney Woman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.